Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Winning. Weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Winning Picks Weekly. I'm your host for today, Greg, and with me as always, Chip Murphy. Chip Murphy7 on Twitter. What's going on, Chip? I'm good, man. Excited to be talking more college ball. Yeah, another week, another fantastic week. We were good last week. I had a great college weekend, followed by or following a great NFL weekend last weekend. So I was really feeling it. Did okay on Sunday, but college football's been going well this season, man. Are we at the halfway mark here at week nine? Week nine, week nine feels further than halfway, right? More than halfway through the regular season. Regular season. Sure. Regular season. But I'm talking about like the, uh, I don't know. I'm thinking of it like it's a semifinals and finals count as like two games. Yeah. Bowl season so too. The, you have to take in. Yeah. Bowl season's the best. I mean, it's not, it's not quite March madness, but it's, it's fantastic. It's pretty all damn close. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, the tweet going around Twitter all day today. Twenty-seven straight days of football start today. Yeah, Maction is back that. next week. Maction. Oh, I can't wait for Maction. We're ready to go. We're ready. We're locked yeah. and loaded. The counts are looking good. I think I've had one losing season on the season. I don't know if you have your year-to-date stats in front of you. I'm putting you on the spot mm. here. I had them on up on Twitter. I don't know if I have them. I'm um, seventy-one and fifty-four on the year, and uh that's a good point, Chip. Follow him on Twitter, Chip Murphy Seven on Twitter. We're winning Pete Weekly on Twitter. Um, we go over it all, man. We talk about it. We talk during the games. We're, we're that Syracuse game. Boy, what did you get? A 40 tweets, 50 tweets on that game last week? Oh my God. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it, it, I was, uh, going through it with that one with, uh, the refs in particular on that oh. one. If you, if you watched that game and didn't have a problem with the officiating, you're the then, then you were a Clemson fan. 
<laughs> and that, that's the only way you could not have a problem with that. That was the most poorly officiated game, or one of the most poorly officiated games I've ever seen. The rest were shit in that game. Especially down the stretch in the second oh my half. I mean, it was God. crazy. That, that pass interference call that Clemson got was rid- on a Hail Mary. Yeah. That Unbelievable. They were ju- just ridiculous, man. I know Q's, uh, Q's covered whatever, and I had a money line too, but... That would have been a nice hit because, dude, they were they were looking good. Yeah, they were looking they, good. You called it from a mile away. Q's gives them trouble. I don't know what it is, but well, they do I, it every I, time. I think I know what it is. I think Clemson just isn't that good on offense, <laughs> especially. Oh, and I yeah, know they brought sure. it, they brought in the kid too, and the, I think there was worry like, oh shit, now it's like a Trevor Lawrence thing. Here we go. Q's is screwed, but you know, Q's is defense is legit. Yeah. Like he didn't come in and do whatever he wanted to do. So yeah, Cuse looked good. Uh, unlike my, I have my year to date record up. I make a lot more bets than you and, and John do on college football. I bet, I bet on the Thursday games, the Friday games, the, if once there's matching comes back, I'm going to be betting even more. I'm when you're, I have the the J.R. Smith approach to college football betting. Just take as many shots as possible. I am the ultimate green light. Yeah, seventy six, ninety, and four. So that's that good. is that's forty five point eight percent right now. Yep, that's where you want to be, man. We're striking distance. Like we're saying, we're not even really started. We're not even really started yet. We've had now eight weeks to learn these teams, gather our opinions. There's a, there's a, you know, a couple of dozen games maybe left in the regular season. Then we get into conference games. Then we get into national championships. Then we get into bowl games. I mean, it's going to be beautiful. One good week. I need one, one good week. That's all it takes. That's had, all it takes. Cause you take, I had one terrible week. You take away that one terrible week and it looks a lot different. It's just all it takes is that one bad week too to make your numbers look. Awful. Oh, (laughs) absolutely. I mean, I was feeling like I had a bad week last week in NFL. I think I was six and eight, something like that. Like it was very close together. John was phenomenal. I think he was 11 and three. Um, but back to back weeks, uh, in real life hit, uh, underdog money line parlay in the NFL two weeks ago. I did it on the show, but last week on the show, I hit, uh, one. So to your point, all, especially if you're betting like that. Plus eleven hundred, plus thirteen hundred, plus two thousand on some of these parlays. You really only need one of those to have a phenomenal season. Mm-hmm. So let's speaking of phenomenal seasons, let's get into it. Let's talk about some of our best bets for the week here on week nine. Why don't you start us off? Give us we got three best bets each. Give us one you got to start. Okay, this. I like the Thursday games. I was going through all of the the slate so far. Sure. But, and this may be betting with my heart a little bit because yep. this is such a, a big game. But I'm going to take Michigan minus 22 and a half as a, a best bet. I wow. think they're going to. Yeah, I know. I think they're going to crush Sparty. And maybe I, I'm betting, like you said, bet, like I said, betting with my heart yep. a little bit. Yeah. And I want this to happen too, but I don't know. I have a feeling. I just think Michigan State is bad and Michigan wants revenge. They Big really time. want to crush them like bad. They want to crush them. And I think they're just significantly better. So yeah, 
I like Michigan State minus 22 and a half in this spot. Dude, I love it too. And you want to know one of the reasons why I absolutely love it. It's a tough number. It's a big number, especially yeah. in a rivalry game. Like I have big numbers on my card this week because it's been working for me. I think two of my bets are big numbers and big time programs. Michigan is a big number and a big time program. They're vying for that top seed in college football. Sitting at 22 and a half. It's a lot of points. If you think people about it, are taking Michigan State though. That's like, right. More that, of the money's on Michigan State. And I'm like, have you watched this fucking team play? They stink. That was going to be my point, Chip. Yeah. 90% of the money is on Michigan State. That's I get absolutely it. Absolutely insane. I get it. If it's absolutely 40, insane. if it's 40 to 21, you're covering. If it's 40 to 14 and you score a touchdown with no time left in the fourth quarter and garbage time, you're covering. Right? Yeah, 40. Yeah. 41, yeah, 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 40. yeah. Yeah. So, dude, you're. I get that it's scary. It's not this scary. It's not 90% of the money should be on Michigan State's scary. 10% of the money is on Michigan, and I'm getting them as a home team. I'm taking it every time if I'm fading the public that hard. I'm with you. Yeah. Not a best bet for me. We're, we, You and I are vying back and forth for trying to be who's the more Michigan man who didn't go to Michigan. <laughs> and you, out, you outflanked me there a little bit. I have Michigan. I, got you I there. love Michigan. I didn't think about that as a best bet. You know why? Because I'm staying in the Big Ten. I'm rolling hard with the top-ranked team. I'm starting off my day with Ohio State, minus 14.5 at the noon game. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be awesome. That's going to be Ohio State absolutely killing Penn State. 14.5 scares me that number a little bit, but I absolutely love it, Chip. What do you think about this game? I think Penn State's going to cover because I'm taking Penn State plus 14 and a half. Okay. Yeah. I'm taking Penn State here. I know. I know James Franklin against great teams. That's what I'm saying. What, how, where's the switch up coming from? You and I, I know were, we were high fiving. We were clapping. I know. I know. I know. I know. Last week. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just maybe it, tell me if I'm crazy, but. I, I just think this Ohio State team isn't it. Like, oh, you're nuts! You're absolute lunatic. They're the I, real you deal. You think so? You think yeah. they're the real deal? Yeah, I mean, they're. I think they're a top a top five team. I think they're going to go undefeated this season. I think they're going to be in the college Michi- football. Playoff. I think Michigan. I think Michigan can beat them. I, I think, think Michigan, Michigan can beat them, but Penn State's not going to beat them. But Ohio, look, Ohio State doesn't always come in and just blow teams away. Like, it's true. That's it's on the road in Penn State, so I get mm-hmm. that, right? You talked about it spread being fourteen and a half. Right now, the money's fifty fifty on it. Same thing with the over at sixty and a half. It's fifty fifty. And Penn State is fueled by their defense too. They're a tough team. Yep. Ohio State's soft. They've always been soft under Ryan Day. Like you can, we saw Notre Dame push them around in the opener, and they struggled. Like if Penn State can make it an ugly game, they could keep it close, and I think that's their only chance. And if we get good Sean Clifford somehow, maybe they keep it close. I, I think it's worth, I think, look, I also love a home dog too. So I, yeah. I like that big. It's a big number. It's a big number. And I'm already taking one big number with Michigan and Just trying to balance you know, it out, trying to balance it out. But yeah. And I just, I can't get over the. The fact that it's at Penn State, maybe too. I think it's it's a big it's a big crowd, and I think it's I ripe. 
I think it's ripe for conversations. I see, all right, so more than I see, I, I see a cover for sure. I think if you're betting this game money line, you're an absolute lunatic. I think if you can close your eyes and try to envision on Monday the storylines going swirling around TV and the Twitter space, I think it's more likely that Franklin's like looking for a job and on no. the extremely hot seat after getting blown out by 30 to Ohio State. How many times do we say that about Ohio State and they never do it though? Yeah, it kind of is a, it's, it is kind of like a matchup of like one team can't beat a good school. One, a good school can't like bury a bad team or a, a better, a team that they're better than. They just never really do that. I feel like I know. I they feel never... like, I feel like you and I are miss are, are have different opinions of how the Ohio State Notre Dame game went. So I feel like Ohio State switched up their fancy boy, pass the ball to five different guys and throw for 600 yards offense. And they got in the mud with Notre Dame and covered and beat them, beat them up pretty good. Like I thought it showed that they can play either style, whether it's going to be this run the ball a lot, muck it up with the defense. I think Ohio State's defense is better than Penn State's defense. I don't know if that's a crazy thing to say or not, but maybe. We'll see. I, I think I, I think they could play in the mud. I think they could hang in there. So fourteen and a half scares me a little bit. Would love it at thirteen and a half. That's my first best bet of the day, Chip. Give me number two. What are you thinking? Well, you know I'm riding with Cuse as a best bet. Let's go. So I'm, I'm sticking with that. Let's Cuse, go. I, the fact that once I saw Notre Dame open up as a favorite, I immediately tweeted Disgusting. out that the disrespect was hideous, like just disgusting disrespect. And it's uh now it's Q's minus two and a half. Yeah. Because so many people bet Q's and it's absurd that the that Q's didn't open up as the favorite. But it's at Q's. That game is gonna be I assume that game will be sold out with all the front running Notre Dame fans that are gonna be there too. True. And uh when Q's opened up ticket sales for the season, they were selling the Notre Dame tickets separately. Like oh, okay. you, you couldn't buy the Notre Dame seats along with the other like they were holding back sales sure. for the Notre Dame seats. So it's a big ticket. I think a lot of people who aren't even really cute football fans are probably just going to go to see, to be like, oh, I saw a Notre Dame game. That should yeah. be sold out. Yeah, especially if you think of how many people that live up in that area, like Syracuse, mm-hmm. Buffalo, Rochester, wherever it might be, and you're like a yeah, Sar- uh, Notre Dame alum. Like how often does Notre Dame come through your area? You could travel a few Mm-hmm. hours by a car and go see a Notre Dame game, even if you're not really a Syracuse fan. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it, I mean, it should be sold out. I would, yeah. it's tough. Cuse doesn't typically sell out football games. I would think if they're going to sell one out, it would be that one. Yeah. Before the snow, before all that stuff, it's still yeah. beautiful weather on Sunday, Saturday, a noon mm-hmm. kickoff for that one. I love it. Syracuse ranks 16 in the country right now. Like you said, minus two and a half, only 27% of the money coming in on Syracuse right now. That's, I, I mean, want to, Notre Dame has been way, for whatever reason, way better on the road than they have been at home. At home, they've stuck, they've lost to Stanford and Marshall at home, but I don't know. Yeah. I just I, don't, I don't like Notre Dame. So what about, I, I got burned by them. What already. about letdown versus bounce back, right? Notre Dame got embarrassed by Stanford last week. Was that that game? Was that two weeks ago? Cuse's deep, yeah, but Cuse's defense is legit and good, and Notre Dame's offense sucks. I don't know if you need to look any further than that, but I understand what you're saying. 
Hughes had a really deflating loss against Clemson. That's what I'm saying. I think it could be a huge letdown spot for him. That's why I'm thinking about the under 48. I agree with you. I think that Notre Dame might struggle to score two touchdowns this game. I think they will. Yeah, and I, I think, think that will. Syracuse just might have a little, little deflate, you know, deflating start to the game. Maybe the slow starts, a noon start. You're a college kid. You almost beat Clemson. You're coming back to Syracuse. Might just be a little slow start. So I like the under 48 because of you, Chip, because we do this show. I'm going to do a, a double bet on this. And I'm going to take Syracuse as well. Hasn't gone wrong yet this year when I add Syracuse. So let's keep it rocking. Right. Let's keep it rolling. Nice. That also ends my noon slate. So I don't know what else you got in the noon slate, but I got two games, big games, and I absolutely love them. But before we get into the, the, you know, time by time games, let's stick with the best bets here. I'm going to go with my second best bet of the day. Hmm. And I can't believe I'm saying it. I can't believe I'm doing it. I love Iowa. I love Iowa this week. Minus 10 and a half. I believe at home against Northwestern. 3.30 kickoff. I think Ohio Iowa's defense is one of the best in the country. I don't think Northwestern is particularly good. They're terrible. And I don't get why 80% of the money is on Northwestern. Iowa's defense is legit. They're home. They are going to demolish Northwestern. I get that 10.5 points is a lot for this offense, so that worries me a little bit. The under is 37.5 and it's 90% of the money. I'm taking that. I love, I love the under so much. I love doing, I love the under, the crazy under. I love taking that, the crazy under. I'm sticking with the spread here, though, just because so much money is already on the under that worries me. I'm sticking with the spread. Again, fading the public like crazy. 80-20 split to Northwestern. So, therefore, I'm taking Iowa at home. I don't trust Iowa. Fuck them. They, I, 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 I don't trust them at all. I get it. North, Look, Northwestern's awful. I watched some of the Duke game. Duke just oh. crushed them, ran the ball down their throat, destroyed them. Yeah, and Duke is obviously better than we thought. So what they did to Miami, oh my God! But yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Nebraska, uh, Nebraska. Well, they beat Northwestern, beat Nebraska, <laughs> yeah. but no, Northwestern's really bad. So I mean, for Iowa to be favored by double digits against you, doesn't matter where you play, you're bad. So yeah, I actually wonder. I'm gonna look it up real quick. What the t- what the team total is for Northwestern? Because I might take that under. That yeah. I mean, can Northwestern score two offensive touchdowns against Iowa? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. But let's move on to our uh, your third best bet here. Let's see what you got. Um, yeah, for your third game. I wanted so badly to take a mat game. Yeah. I wanted, and I'm going to obviously take a bunch of Mac games, like just just bet a bunch of Mac games. But yeah, again, I'm, that's a great. It's a great. It's a great time to remind people to follow you on Twitter, Chip Murphy Seven, the channel here, Winning P Weekly. You can check us out on YouTube, on the Knicks, Jets, etc. YouTube, but really on Twitter. To your point, we're going to be adding games, and as we get into action, we're still going to be doing one episode a week. But there's games every freaking day, so. Yeah. We'll be talking about them. We'll be chopping it up on there in between episodes. 
Yeah. So I'm not, so I'm not, I decided to go against the Mac and for whatever reason, there's something about Shane Beamer in South Carolina, man. I love that team. Okay. I absolutely love Shane Beamer and they play Missouri at home and they're only favored by four. And I feel like they should be favored by more than that. Whatever. After what they just did, you know, they played really well. They beat Kentucky and now, uh, A&M they beat too. I was, I was going to ask you if someone's hurt on South Carolina, because to me, it makes no sense that why they're ranked, they're at home. Missouri is not very good. Mm-hmm. Here points at three and a half minus three and a half at home. Oh, I thought it was. Yeah. I guess it's three and a half. I thought it was four. It's three or three and a half or four, depending on what sport book you're looking at. So it could be four. So we'll say four for the show. At four, I see it. 93% of the money is on Missouri. How? This says, this says starters get clean bill of health versus Missouri for South Carolina. Yeah. Like that's crazy. I thought their quarterback might have got hurt or running back something. Because to me, it makes absolutely no sense. I know it's a rivalry. It's a big rivalry. So it's like the Super Bowl for Missouri, right? Okay. Like this is, this is a big rivalry game, but it's out South Carolina. I feel like South Carolina isn't really getting the respect they deserve. I know A&M stinks. Like South Carolina is clearly just a better team than A&M, but South Carolina is ranked. Maybe they feel like because South Carolina is ranked for like the first time in, I think it's like, five years or something or yeah. maybe even longer than that. It's a long time since they've been ranked. Maybe they feel like there's going to be a letdown after that or something. Could be. I don't know. I think this team's good. And I like Shane Beamer a lot. I'm going South Carolina minus three and a half. I thought it was four, but if, if I can get three and a half too, I'll, I'll say South Carolina minus three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you on it. I'm staying away just because so much money's on Missouri. I feel like someone knows something. But South Carolina, you've you've talked about them all season long, even in the preview episodes. They look good, like you said. I mean, what's more to say? They're they're uh, one of those teams that gets ranked every once in a while. They're ranked this season. They're playing well. Missouri stinks, and they're at home. So I agree with you. It's a small number. To me, I think it's too easy. So I'm staying away. But I am going with a game that I also think is too easy for my third best bet. It's giving me a hard time, Chip. I feel like I have to do it again. It's a weird number, minus 22 and a half. I'm going with Georgia. I think Georgia at home over Florida, wow. 22 and a half. Like I said, I'm addicted to the big numbers. 50-50 split on the money right now for the spread. 65-35 on the over, 56 and a half towards the over. So people think it's going to be going over. Dude, I just think Georgia is way, way better than Florida from what I've seen from Florida so far this season. And I, I think they're at home. Are they coming? Who did they play last week? Are they coming off a bye? I think Georgia's coming off a bye, right? Yeah, I think so. I, honest, I lost track of Florida. They stink. I haven't even been following them really yeah. too much. Yeah, they both, they're both, they're both coming off a bye. Okay. I didn't realize Florida was too. I know they lost that game to LSU two weeks ago. LSU's another one of those teams that's looking pretty good right now, but we'll save that for another day. LSU's moving. Oh, yeah. But, dude, Georgia, I just think the offense is too good. I think the defense is too good. Florida with Anthony Richardson, I I get it. He's electric. I don't think he's going to be able to be electric against the number one team in the country. 
22 and a half is a weird number. That worries me a little bit. Kind of like the Ohio State number worries me a little bit. I'm on the wrong side of the number there, but I'm still rocking with it. Georgia minus 22 and a half. Yeah, I wouldn't bet against Georgia in that spot because I, I just don't trust Florida at all after what I've seen from them. And I trust Georgia about as much as any team in the country. So I haven't looked hard into that game, but if I do end up betting it, I, I would be betting Georgia. So yeah, I mean, Georgia's allowing nine points per game. It's insane. I get it that they played some bad teams the last few weeks, but I mean, Florida, Florida's not looked great against good teams. They beat the teams they should have. They were a little close against Tennessee a few weeks back, but double digit loss to LSU two weeks, two weeks ago, the week before the bye. All right. That rounds out our best bets for Saturday or for the weekend. Let's get into the slate. Let's start on Thursday. You got anything going on right now? I know we're recording on Thursday. So tell the people I mean, what you got. We're, we're watching NC State against Vatek right now and it's, Zero zero about it's to be zero fest. zero at halftime. And of course I got NC State minus thirteen. I thought Ugh. they were gonna bounce back. I think it's you know off a bye and off the loss to Qs. I thought they'd cover in this one. I know they still got the backup quarterback and everything, but I know I thought they'd and Virginia Tech is terrible. Yeah, absolutely yeah. awful. So and I they still could cover. Like yeah. Virginia for sure. I Virginia Tech's not going to do anything against this NC State defense. Oh, so yeah. I think NC State could come back and cover. But I had NC State minus 13 tonight. And I also got, we got Washington State tonight against Utah. Uh, I got Washington State plus seven in that one. I oh, you got say, Utah? No, I thought you were about to say money line. And I was going to hop on and I was about oh, to be ready to oh. go. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll add that too. I love I love Washington State. So I, do I. Maybe I'll do that. I may yeah, have to do that now that I, I think saw, about it. Was it 70? Just, Utah's been a little disappointing. Yeah, unfortunately, I liked them to start the season. I love those jerseys, love the helmets. It just hasn't been their season. They've been better on, at home than on the road. I think Washington State's been pretty good at home, too. I mean, uh, what's their quarterback's name in Washington State again? Uh, Cam Ward. Cam Ward. I always want to say Cam. I mean, kids is Cam versus Cam, right? Cam Rising Cam versus Cam Rising Ward. Versus Cam Ward. Oh boy, it's the Cam Super Bowl at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. tonight. So I'm with you. I mean, I was I was thinking about Washington State already. I'm not taking anything yet, uh, but maybe once we hop out, we'll tweet out Washington State. You'll see that. Yeah. I don't see anything on Friday. Am I missing something here? Is there any Friday games? Friday? Did I? Oh, I took ECU Friday against oh, yeah. BYU. Uh, three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. Yeah. On this the road is... against BYU. BYU's lost three in a row. They're free falling, man. They're, they're in trouble. As, as an ECU gambler, this yeah. is the games you stay away from, my friend. You think um, so? I usually, yes, but BYU, to your point, has looked so bad for a month. Mm-hmm. It's making me think about it. It's making me think money line again about it just because if BYU really is this bad, I mean, ECU looked pretty good last week. They're not, they're, it's a hard place to play. I will say that about ECU. So it's a little tougher for them. But I mean, we call that, that was my spike pick of the week last week. That was such a surefire lock. ECU at home against UFC. They won by 20, or UC, UFC, UCF. They won by 20. It wasn't close at any point. Huge letdown spot for UCF last week. 
I think this is a potential letdown spot for ECU, but BYU has been so bad. I can see you going East Carolina plus three on the road. I like that. Anything for the uh, other Friday game? No. <laughs> no. no. FIU, <laughs> Louisiana Tech? No. We've been doing we've been doing this podcast for what ten weeks now, eleven weeks. If you start spitting off about Florida International, I'd be like, "Where has this been for three months?" We haven't talked about these guys once. I think Florida so. International. Yeah. No, I got. I mean, I'm not even going to pretend to give a shit about Florida International. <laughs> it was that Conference USA. It's a tough one. Yeah. All right, so let's get into Saturday. The big boys play noon kickoff. I said earlier, I have a two game. Noon slate. It's Syracuse. It's actually three games now because I doubled down on Syracuse. Syracuse minus two and a half. Syracuse under Ohio State 14 and a half. That's my noon slate. So Chip, what do you got to start off this noon slate? Yeah, I got Cuse too, obviously, and I got Penn State. Yep. Uh, and I'm back in Akron again. Akron's plus eight and a half at home against Miami of Ohio. Akron's two and oh this year against the spread as a home dog. Okay. Yeah. And See, no, go ahead. I saw Akron two eight and a half. I was like, Miami of Ohio has been a real letdown for Chip and I this season. Yeah, they, I, I picked them to win the MAC, and they have been a huge letdown so far. I don't know. Did they? Well, who did they? Uh, how did they do last week? Did they? Well, they didn't cover last week. They didn't cover last that. Week. They're two and six or no, three and five on the season so far. Yeah. yeah, lost outright to Western Michigan. Lost outright the week yeah, before to the bowl Western injury. Michigan. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. So to your point that you're talking about BYU being a free fall a little bit, I mean, Miami of Ohio for us has been a huge letdown. Maybe not a free but fall yet. Miami we'll of see. Ohio, that loss to Western Michigan probably ended their season, by the way. Yeah. Miami of Ohio. To, in terms of being able to win the MAC. You're one in three in the MAC. I mean, look, Akron, see, when I looked at this game, I was like, oh, Miami of Ohio is, is a favorite. But then I remember you saying over and over throughout us doing this, Akron stinks. So I was like, all right, I'm going to stay away. Akron stinks. But eight points is a lot for a home team. They're 0-4 in the MAC right now, Chip, 1-7 on the season. But to your point, you said they're pretty, they're, they've covered twice at home. They've covered twice as a home dog. And I, I don't know. There, there's, I bet them last year, there, there's something about the MAC this year in particular, even where it's so weird, like so where I wouldn't weird. be surprised if Akron won this game outright. <laughs> Because Miami of Ohio has been like, look at like Miami of Ohio and Nor- Northern Illinois won the MAC last year, and they have like one win or two wins or something. They've been awful. Yeah, it's just been a weird year. And yeah, a- Akron's not good at all. For sure, they're not like great. But I don't know. At home, like I said, they're two and zero against the spread this year as a home dog. I know they're one and seven. But there's a reason at one and seven that they're still only eight point dogs. Like yeah. Miami of Ohio just isn't that good either. So true. Yeah. I, I think it's worth, I think it's worth going with Akron there. And I know there's other, uh, noon, there's another noon Mac game. I think it's Toledo against Toledo. Eastern Michigan. Uh, but you got anything know. in that game? I'm looking at it and it's like Toledo's a weird team. They're, they're supposed to be the favorites, but they've lost some weird games too. And Eastern Michigan, I can't get a read on at all. I still think Toledo's the best team in the MAC, but Eastern, all of, uh, Toledo's six and a half point favorites on the road, but like all of the, 
money is on Eastern Michigan, which makes me say like, what's like, are people watching Eastern Michigan? I don't understand. And 85% then, of the money on Eastern Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. And I know they're at home and I know Toledo has been kind of erratic, I guess, but I, I don't, that makes me nervous. It makes me, honestly, it makes me want to bet Toledo, but I, th- like I said, the Mac has been weird. I, I'm, I think I'm just going to stick to Akron and in, in the noon slot for the Mac. And, you know, I'm looking at the other games and, you know, I got my, beautiful Boston college there. And I want so badly to fade them and take Yukon, but it's fucking Yukon. Yeah. How do you, how do you bet Yukon? I mean, it's, you know, I'm already betting Akron. I'm not sure I can bet Akron and Yukon. <laughs> I mean, that's it. Yeah. Even I'm not that crazy, man. I don't know Parlay if I that up. far. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I, I, I'm sure at some point I'll talk myself into, you know, like, something in the Arkansas Auburn game or something, but the, the new slate isn't as strong as it has been recently. Like Georgia Tech's playing Florida state. I'm not going to watch any of that game. So I, uh, yeah, I, I would care. say, I would say TC after Ohio state, Penn state, I would say TC West Virginia. TCU West Virginia. Yeah. TCU West Virginia. But West Virginia is fun to watch. So I, I may check out that game. That's um, a game I could see me talking myself into getting yes, the, that's true. Getting the West Virginia. You know, the little anthem going and stuff like that. Country roads, seven I, and a half yeah, at home. That's, I can see a, me tweeting out Saturday morning, West Virginia money line, 50 bucks on that, whatever that's going to pay out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably going to do that. I can I've, see it. West Virginia's covered for me twice this year already. And I, I like JT Daniels. Yeah. And I, I love country roads. I love the whole, I love tweeting out the John Denver gif when, yep. when they play and everything. And. And the seasons are changing. It's going to be electric. I mean, it's noon kickoff, but still West Virginia shows up. Oh, their fans are crazy. Yeah. And TCU. with the seventh ranked team in the country there, it's going to be a, their fans are going to be nuts. It's a huge yeah. game for them. Yeah. I mean, over under 68 and a half, like you said, West Virginia could put up oh. the football and score. So it's going to be not a lot of defense. I might take, played. I might take that over. <laughs> I might take that over, but I feel like TCU is going to have a letdown at some point. I'm not a big believer in taking and trying to pick the spot where the team that's having a Cinderella season has a letdown because I feel like more times than not, you're wrong. So I'm not big on picking my spots. I might still go with it with West Virginia just because I'm talking myself into this fantasy right now and I need yeah. some action at noon. I think they will. I think they will have a letdown. I'm not sure if it's going to be against West Virginia's defense. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this could easily be a, you know, a 50 to 40 football game. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's move on from the noon slate. Unless you got anything else. I don't think so. No, I don't like Oklahoma's playing Iowa State. I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just you got anything care. in uh, Rutgers, Minnesota at 230? Hmm. I honestly haven't looked at that. Like it's, I, I don't think I'm going to be. Hmm. I, I want to bet, bet Rutgers on Rutgers. It's, it's 14. Um, I want to bet on Rutgers. I don't think Minnesota is very good this season. I think it's a big time letdown spot under 40 and a half and 70% of the money is on the under, but dude, 80% of the public is on Rutgers. I can't bet a team that has 80% of the money behind it. It sucks because the public beat me to it. I would love to be on Rutgers right now, but I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. All right, so no, give me eighty. Give me. Rutgers should never have eighty percent of the money on them. <laughs> yeah, they I never get that. should. I get there's a big number. Two touchdowns is tough, but 
but on the road, Minnesota, that's a far trip. The Gophers get it rolling or whatever they do out there. I don't know. Three o'clock though, Chip. What do you got there? Anything that catches your eye? Well, uh, Cincinnati is on the road at UCF and their dogs. I'm taking Cincinnati money line. Okay. Like I'm not even hesitating. Cincinnati money line for sure. Uh, they lost the opener to Arkansas and they're what they're six and oh since. I'm yeah. not sure they've, they've, they haven't beaten anybody of like Arkansas's caliber. You know, they've beaten a bunch of, you know, kind of mad teams last week. They kind of sputtered at the, uh, the, at the end of the game against SMU and one by two, but you know, they've beaten who's been in front of them. They're six and one. And I just don't think UCF's that good. I also, I hate UCF. So my judgment there is cloudy, I guess a little bit, but, and I know they're dogs because the game's at UCF and it's a big game for them. And it's probably got uh conference implications there. And these probably are the two best or two of the two best teams in the conference. Right. Cause I mean, I always forget Tulane's in there too. Tulane's. Yeah. Yeah. Tulane is. They're pretty the best. Good. Tulane's really good. Yeah. So this is huge game, but I don't know. I, I just think I'm, I'm going with the team that I, I trust more and I trust Luke Fickle. I trust Cincinnati's system, their program, whatever you want to call it. And I'm, I'm not taking them spread. I'm taking Cincinnati money line. I think they go into UCF and they. They win like Cincinnati does. They win big games. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm not taking it personally, but I'm with you, man. I think UCF's had a very surprising season personally just because of all the people they lost. I think they played really well. To your point, they haven't played really competition much better than Arkansas that they started off the season with. That was even a pretty competitive game. That was close. I came down to the end right there for a yeah. cover. So... um. I just don't like UCF, but I I got my spite pick in last week. I'm staying away, staying away from UCF right now. I'm going with ranked teams, man. I, I'm a sucker for these big games, I guess. I'm a sucker for the big mm-hmm. spreads. Dude, I like ranked Illinois. Minus seven and a half on the road this week against Nebraska. I know it's still might be a touchy subject here on the podcast because it's Nebraska. <laughs> But, dude, I, I feel like Illinois has got it figured out, and they got it rolling. 60% of the money's on Nebraska. I don't understand it. Maybe it's a home team getting a touchdown. Maybe they think Illinois is just not as good. But I like I like Illinois in this one. Maybe they think it's letdown spot for Illinois. Finally, they're going to have a little bit of a letdown. They're a ride, they, they are riding high, Illinois, right now. Are, like, is, it, a, is this a rivalry, Illinois-Nebraska? Does Illinois football have rivalries? I don't know. <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's both Big Ten. I don't know if it's they're both Big Ten West, big, both Big Ten hey, East. Do I don't they, know. Does Nebraska have rivalries in the Big Ten? I mean, they've been in the Big they, Ten for like five minutes. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Um, they are both in the Big Ten West. Yeah, man, I, th- I think Illinois is just on a different level this year, which is weird to say. Who's the coach down in Illinois? Bielema. It's Bielema. I always want to say Bo Pelini. It's Bielema. That's right. Their defense is just incredible. They're up there with Iowa's defense in my mind for not big-time school defenses. 
maybe they haven't been tested like Nebraska to test them, but I mean, we'll see. We'll see. So Illinois, uh, Illinois minus seven for me. What else you got in this three o'clock slate? Uh, I like the Illinois pick. I do. I, I like picking against Nebraska right now, the way they've looked. Um, I want so badly to take. I also Oregon. love real, real quick. Sorry. I do too. Though. Go ahead. How can you not like a quarterback named Tommy DeVito? That's just such a funny quarterback name. That's that East Coast Chicago boy, Tommy DeVito. It's not like the name you usually hear, I feel like, for a college quarterback. He was so bad at Syracuse. <laughs> yeah. He played he played high school at, at Don Bosco, which is my the high school I went to our like arch rival. Oh uh, <laughs> right, so maybe, maybe you cannot like Tommy DeVito. No, no, no. Maybe I, not. I could I could give a shit about <laughs> that. I don't give a shit about my high school's rival or anything. Well, I think still, if, just, he, if he was Syracuse's quarterback, he didn't play well, and he transferred. He was on a six and one team, and Syracuse was having a bad season. I would hate that guy for the rest of my life. But Syracuse is having a good year. But Syracuse is good, and it's not like he's the reason Illinois is six and one. He's you know he's there, but yeah. their defense is awesome, and they got great backs. So he's just kind of the guy that's there. But no, he's, you know, he's there and he's done his job. That's what I'll say about that. Yeah. yeah. He could, but let's say this, what Garrett Schrader is doing for Syracuse, Tommy DeVito could not be doing. If he was That's a great point. So, mm-hmm. I, uh, I cut you off on that Oregon just, pick though. I cut you yeah, off. Yeah. Though. Yeah. I'm not forgetting, but I said, I want, I said, I wanted to take, cause I haven't taken Oregon yet this year. Haven't given them their respect, I guess this year. And they're here by 17 against Cal. And they're on the road. And I think Cal's just bad. I really do. And I think after what we saw against UCLA, man, I think we just learned either UCLA are complete frauds and or Oregon is just really freaking good. Look, they got spanked by Georgia. And we were really quick to jump the gun and say Oregon just wasn't that good. Maybe Georgia is just Georgia again, and Oregon's actually really good against every other team that isn't superhuman. Like, maybe they can beat all the other teams. They just can't beat the teams that no one else can beat, like Georgia and Ohio State. I agree. Like, and I think that's probably why Oregon is, you know, it looks like they're going to win the Pac-12, right? I I think they're the favorite at this point. Uh, Yeah, I like Oregon minus 17. Over are they USC? not? Aren't they ranked higher than USC now? Oh, are they? Does USC have two losses? I'm forgetting that. USC has one. I thought Oregon only had one loss. Yeah, they do. And yeah, I guess Oregon's one loss is Georgia. I mean, it's pretty pretty incredible resume. Now that I say it out loud. Yeah, I mean, 17 and a half is a lot of points. I do think Cal stinks. 95% of the money is on Cal. What? What? Does that sentence even make sense? 95% of the money is on Cal. That should never be a sentence out of anyone's mouth unless Bo Nix is out for the season and we just haven't heard oh, about Bo it. Bo Nix on the road. Not Bo great. Bo Nix on the road. Not great. Don't get me wrong. We all, we all tease John to start the season, but what can we say now? John's come through big time. He is the Bo Nix truther if I've ever found there is such a thing. 
if there was ever a time for Bo Nix to throw four interceptions and fumble the ball twice, it would be this game. Yep. That's why I'm staying away. I can't do it. I can't do it. I took the under last week and I was cursing and screaming the whole time because that was over so easy, even though it was 70 something points. You know what? I changed my mind. I'm going with Cap. Wow. <laughs> You're jumping on 95% of the money. <sighs> you just had flashbacks. You just closed your eyes and saw interception after interception. I did. I did. But then you mentioned, you mentioned the money and I'm like, I don't know if I should go on this game at all. Don't forget, John, John at the beginning of the season thought last year Bo Nix was throwing game-winning touchdowns after game-winning touchdowns. He has done that at some point in his career. It, it wasn't, wasn't last year. year. No, it wasn't last year, but he has that in him. That's what John sees when he closes his eyes. He he sees the Bo Nix of when he When John closes his eyes, he sees Tim Tebow when he sees <laughs> Bo Nix. Yeah, true. He's Michael Vick in Virginia Tech. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. He was autumn, man. He was autumn from the start. So, all right. So, what's your official pick? We're going with Cal. We're going with Oregon. I'm sticking. I'm sticking with my original pick. I'm going with Oregon because even if Oregon doesn't cover, then I can just blame John if they don't. Perfect. Anyway. <laughs> the great out. That's a great out. Speaking of blaming John, he's talked about this team. You've talked about this team. I've. I'm a late arrival on the team, but I'm here to party now. I love Wake Forest minus four against Louisville. To me, this line makes no sense. That's the only thing that scares me about this line. I think it should be 13 or 14. I don't think Louisville is very good. Four and three on the season. Wake is six and one. I think Wake just absolutely rolls this game over under 64 and a half. To me, that was a little high. So I was thinking about taking that because the line kind of scared me a little bit. But then I said, you know, have a little conviction. Go with something. So I'm going with Wake Forest minus four. Only 40% of the money. So, again, you're still feeding the public. The over had 90% of the money on it. I was like, I can't do that. I'm sticking with Wake Forest. Wake Forest is going to score a lot of points on Louisville. I know yeah. they're on the road. I think I'm definitely going to be putting Wake Forest money line into some parlays. I like that. Be doing. Uh, but I like Wake Forest spread. I think there's... There's some Wake Forest disrespect here. I think people are looking at like Louisville home dog or whatever, and I guess desperate team, whatever you want to say. But no, Wake Forest is significantly better. This is a weird line, minus three and a half. Yeah, I thought it should be way higher. Mm-hmm. No, I like Wake here. But I, I've liked Wake all year long, too. I think they're really good. So Yeah, you and John have been talking about them all season. Yeah. All right, what else you got in this three o'clock slate? I got one more. You got anything else? Oh, I'm just going to take Oak State. Uh, Gundy is a dog. Let's go. Chip, that's my last game. Yeah, Oak yeah. State. Dog, All right, you know Gundy what? We don't, a dog, man. No, no analysis, no nothing. No, Gundy is no, a dog. Gundy is a dog. Don't think, just throw. Pick of the week from Chip mm-hmm. and Greg. Oklahoma State to round out the 3 o'clock window. I love it. All right, 7 o'clock or evening slate. You got something that starts in the six o'clock range. What do you got? Give me something. Cause I got five plays left, four plays left. Okay. Uh, well, I already, I already said Michigan. Yep. We talked about that. We talked about Michigan and I don't know if we talked about, did we talk about Marshall before we came on or? I think so. I think so. So Marshall's minus two and a half against Coastal Carolina. And I know you didn't like it because you thought it was weird that it, it Coastal Carolina opened up minus one and now yep. it's Marshall minus two and a half. 
I kind of love that because Coastal Carolina has been such a huge disappointment this year. Yep. And I just think like, I, I thought it was weird that they were favored at all because they're Coastal Carolina is on the road against Marshall. So I thought it was weird that they opened as a favorite because they just haven't played very well. So for them to, for Marshall to only be favored by two and a half at home, I actually think is good, is good value. I think Marshall should win pretty handily. I just don't, people are still thinking that Coastal Carolina is the same team they were last year. They're not. They're just not as good as they were. So I agree with you in that, but then I had someone push back and was like, dude, they're six and one. Like, what do you want them to be? They're six and one. Like, what do you mean they're not as good as last year, not as good as previous years? I'm like, I don't know when you watch the game, they're just not yeah. as good. I don't know how to describe it. So. Yeah, they, they're, they're, but yeah, they're win, but it's like you, you watch them and you feel like eventually it's going to catch up to them. Like there's a, re- they're, they're six and one, but there's a reason they're dogs against Marshall. Like. I don't know off the top of my head what Marshall's record is, but it's not great, but they've had a couple big wins. Yeah. It's, it's not six and one. I know that. Yeah. Four and three, one and two in the conference. Four and three. Yeah. They, they beat JMU at JMU when JMU got ranked for the first time. Yeah. They beat was at Notre Dame earlier this season. Like Mm -hmm. they get up for big games. Maybe it's not a big big game. game. I feel like it is. No, six coastal Carolina coming to your place is a big game. A six of Gray, one coastal Grayson, Carolina. Grayson McCall. That that's a big game. I think they'll win. I think Marshall wins. And again, Marshall money line. I'll probably put in some parlays. I would think because that's a yeah. I mean, it's a, I don't it's understand a, the coastal Carolina opening up as a favorite on the road thing, but yeah, the public certainly agrees with it. Eighty-eight percent of the money right now, Marshall. That's why oh, the lines geez. move so much. That's why it's moved so much, though. To your point, I know, I know, but. It's just Starting hearing that out plus. loud. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I like I like Marshall a lot. Still, it's just, eesh, that's a lot. Yeah, but when there's that much money and the line's not moving, that scares me. This makes total sense because they moved it three points. I mean, that's nuts. But to your point, if it stays like this, come game time, spread might be three and a half. So mm-hmm. get it at two right now. I like that. All right, I'm sticking with big numbers. I'm sticking with big games. I'm sticking with big teams. I talked about it earlier. I thought USC was the best team in the Pac-12. I guess I'll concede to Oregon for now. But still, I think they're going to get it rocking. They're going to get it rolling this week. I love USC against Arizona. They're the 10th, they're ranked 10th right now in the nation. Oregon's eight. So yeah, they dropped back a little bit. Minus 15 and a half on the road. The total. Is 76 and a half. 76. Arizona is not going to play any defense. We all know that. I think USC is going to play a little defense and win this game by, by more than 16 points. What do you think, Chip? You got anything is, on this one? Is USC really going to play that much defense? I mean, maybe they play a little bit of defense, but I think they're going to stop them a couple times. Like, I think, I think there's going to be. Say they go head to head and like score every possession, even though it's probably not going to happen. I think there's going to be three possessions where Arizona kicks a field goal where USC scores a touchdown. Whether that means it's going to be, you know, 24 to three, that's not likely, but whether it's, you know, whatever it is, 
I think just USC is at least three touchdowns better than Arizona, even if they go toe-to-toe and go back and forth, back and forth, scoring all game. Because they're going to have to with 76 points. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. No, I I just... I would take USC, I guess, minus 15. I would. I think they'll... I think they'll put up a bunch of points. I don't know. Arizona's yeah. bad. Arizona's better than I thought they were going to be. I thought they were going to win yeah. like one game. That's yeah, I, took the, I, I took the under on them, and I think their total was two. So I thought they were going to be absolutely awful. But, yeah, I think USC definitely wants to stomp somebody too right now because uh, I guess they're not the favorite right now to win the Pac-12. Yeah. Oregon is, so I think they want to stomp somebody and – yeah, seventy six and a half. Holy shit, that's big. That's a, that's, that's that's as big as it gets. I haven't yeah. seen too many bigger than bigger than seventy six and a half. So I mean, how many games has Arizona had where they've scored like forty points? I don't even know. I'm sure they've had some. <sighs> have they? I really don't know. I don't watch Arizona that much. Yes, they have. No. So if they lost last week, forty nine thirty nine. I guess that's technically. I mean, it's pretty much forty points. But the week before that, they scored only 22 against Oregon. They've let up 50 points the last two weeks. Okay. Washington yeah. and Oregon, back-to-back weeks. So that's what people are counting on. Them they let up, up a 50 spot. They let up 49 to Cal Chip. Oh, my God. It's the over. Yeah. The over. The over. The over. Oregon scored tw- – or uh, Colorado scored 20. That might be Colorado's season high on the season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Arizona's offense is honestly a little bit better than what I expected. I didn't expect them to be able to score 40 points on bad teams and put up 20-something on the likes of Washington and Oregon. So, yeah, I could see the over going to 76, and I could see I could see it being a close game. What else you got in the 7 o'clock slate? Because there's some pretty good matchups here. Yeah, you got slate. Kentucky-Tennessee is here, too. Yep. Yeah. I'm going Tennessee here. Same. Uh, Tennessee minus 12. Uh, my friend's going to be at the game. I was thinking about going to the game, but I couldn't make it. I wish I was going. Uh, but, yeah, I like Tennessee here. I Again, Kentucky's just overrated. I, I don't think Tennessee's going to have a letdown spot. I think they're going to cry. I think they're much better than Kentucky. I think they're going to crush them. I think Tennessee is for real. I think Tennessee could win the SEC East. I think they could beat Georgia. I think they're that good. Yeah, I think it's going to come down to defense for Tennessee if they're going to be able to stop Georgia a couple of times. Yeah, I think their I, offense is going to be lights out. Yeah, I, I think their offense will be great. I think I'm worried about potential look-ahead game situation with this one because they got a massive game next week, again, obviously, but with Georgia. But, yeah, I, I think they'll win. I, I think they can cover 12 points. They They just score. They score so easily. Yeah, like they score easier than any team in the country, I think, with Hooker and and those wide receivers. Shit, man. Yeah, yeah I, I like crazy. Tennessee. Yeah, it's gonna be their and highest. they play so damn fast too, so damn fast. Yeah, they just keep it going. They keep it scoring. I mean, the over under sixty one and a half. I see here sixty two yeah. on some sports book. The seven the seventy percent to the over right now in the public betting. So fifty fifty right now in the actual bets. Uh, with a big bet coming in on Kentucky, so or maybe there's just not a lot of bets in right now in the some game. Some Kentucky, but. some Kentucky alumnus 
Yeah, threw down a bunch of money on Kentucky. Did you see the jerseys for Tennessee this week? The black and orange? The black ones, yeah. That's all I need to see. It's Halloween <laughs> season, baby. Let's go. I'm ready for it. So I'm with you. Tennessee minus 12. I think that's easy. It's one of the bigger spreads they've had this season when it hasn't been like a 40-point spread. I think they were minus 10 or 11 uh, to Florida. Other than that, they've kind of been a little bit lower. So I think that's putting some respect on Tennessee's name. I think mm-hmm. Tennessee showed that they're legit. I think the spreads are going to be those double-digit spreads probably the rest of the season. But maybe not because, like you said, they got Georgia next week. So I don't know. Are they could be an underdog next week? Yeah. Oh, my God. Against Georgia? You said you think they could beat them, right? I think they can beat them. Yeah. I think they can beat them, but how many other people think they yeah, can beat true. them? <laughs> that's true. That might be a money line bet. That's going to be a tough one for me next oh, week. I'm going, to, I'm going to take the money line. I know that. Yeah. Texas Tech is my last one. I've talked about them all year. I love the Red Raiders. I like their offense. They got a big win against Texas a couple weeks ago that I absolutely fell in love with the team. I think I was off them last week, but I'm back on this week. I personally like the over in this game. I think their offense is pretty good. I've, I've become more comfortable with it. Over under 62 and a half, 730 kickoff against Baylor at home. I think Texas Tech is pretty good at home. I think they might be one of those teams that's much better at home than they are on the road. The spread is minus two and a half, but I love the over 62 and a half. 62, that's big. It is. I think both these teams can score. I mean, Baylor's offense has been legit. Um, I just keep thinking of the, the game that they played against, uh, oh, who was it? it was, um, Oklahoma, my line in the sand game against Baylor, and Baylor just kept running and running and running it, I think. Maybe not. Maybe that wasn't. But um, last week against Kansas, man, I was thinking about something with Kansas as a spite pick. I think they might be on a bye this week, or I just completely blocked them out of my head. Kansas, I had them plus nine. They could not keep it close enough. Backup quarterback, man. I know, but they they just look so on the cusp. I really do think it was those jerseys. I did not know they were going to be wearing these like powdered blue, weird jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um, Baylor just looked legit. So I think both these teams would score 62 and a half of the over. That is my final pick of the seven o'clock slate. Okay. Okay. We, there's also, we got the fraud game too. Ole Miss oh. against Texas A&M. Oh, uh, the fraud bowl. The fraud, the fraud game. I said the fraud. F R A U D. I like that. Against that, um, Ole Miss and A and M. I yeah. Oh, A and M obviously exposed right from the start, but Ole Miss exposed last week by LSU, just destroying them. Yep. Had no business being ranked in the top ten. LSU just wrecked them. I. What's that was A&M's- a double? That was a double winner for me last week too. By the way, Ole Miss the under. It's close, but it hit. I'm telling you, unders are fun, Chip. I don't care what anyone says. Unders are fun. LSU, I had them too. That was fun. It's funny you should say that because I'm going with the under with these two duds of uh, teams here. Wow. Uh, I, I I got A&M as one and a half point dogs, and I love a home dog, but I'm like, I can't count on Jimbo to win. No. And and after what I saw from Ole Miss last week, as as much as I would love to take Lane Kiffin here and bet on Jimbo to lose, 
I can't count on them either. Obviously, A&M isn't as good as LSU, but I can't count on Ole Miss. There's a reason it's only one and a half, yep. even though A&M stinks. And, and Ole Miss was ranked in the top 10 a week ago. Like, it's insane that they're now one and a half point dogs against a lousy A&M team. So I'm going with the under because I think this game could be ugly because I think both of these teams just aren't that good. And Ole Miss was... Ole Miss was lucky to be ranked in the top 10 because other teams were struggling at the right time. Ole Miss was in the right place at the right time. They'll probably win nine games, eight games, and get in a decent bowl game. They're, they're a team that's, they're one of those teams that gets lucky because they're in the SEC. They reap those rewards. Yeah. 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 I agree. And, and A&M has been like that before too, but they just suck this year. So I like the two, two bad teams playing. Overrated teams playing under. Give me the under. Under 54 and a half. I love it. Um, you were all over Texas A&M not being good this season. You've been talking about it for weeks. Just because they had a good draft class does not mean they're going to have a good season. I think you should put that on a t-shirt yep. because that North is. North Carolina. The yeah. North Carolina Mac Brown clause. It's true about everything. You see the stat they had. What was it? Uh, Jimbo. If he stays on the team for another like five years. The buyout after five years is still would still be a record for the biggest buyout in college football history. Oh my god, his <laughs> agent is a genius. Yeah, it would still be like twenty five million dollar buyout. I think. I think that would well, still. It's be like a hundred million now, isn't it? Jay? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So even if it plays five more seasons, five years from now, twenty twenty seven, they do the buyout, still would set the record. So. They got to figure something out because he's going to be there. They're stuck with him because they gave him all that money, and this team absolutely stinks. People are going to transfer. Who but knows? are they, though? Because I feel like those oil guys, those A&M oil guys, they don't give a shit. They'll pay all that money to get rid of the guy if they really don't like him that much. I'll never, I'll never probably be in this position. I'm definitely not in this position right now, so I'm speaking out of turn. Maybe I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I feel like there's a big difference between a $7 million payout and buyout and a $75 million oh, buyout. Oh, yeah, for sure, That's for sure. Big time. But $75 million, if you get five guys who are worth $100 million, like easily, to throw their millions around or yeah. more than that, I feel like you got so many guys who are worth so much money who, who are Texas A&M boosters. Yeah, maybe maybe the boosters, maybe there's like a rich version of GoFundMe we don't know about, and they just like fun stuff. Oh, like, aren't those the people that are paying for these recruits to come to Texas? Yeah, A&M? so I'm <laughs> saying maybe there's like a Texas A&M GoFundMe for rich people just to recruit people, fund the programs, get rid of Jimbo Fisher. That this is like my my fantasy or whatever of it is these rich nil booster guys go to the ad and they're like hey you you want these kids to keep coming to play for your school yeah well jimbo's got to go we'll uh fund the buyout and then you move on that that's what i assume would be the thing that happened right i assume so too but that is a that is a tough conversation to have. Like, we'll give you essentially seventy-five million for the coach and another five million for the players. <laughs> but I was re- I read in. an article about Michigan State and Mel Tucker when they gave him a hundred million, and the article basically said like these two tech guys who went to Michigan State like funded the contract, like they paid, they put up the money for Mel Tucker's deal just because they wanted to like say like, oh, we went to Michigan State and we 
paid for the football coach. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I said, I might be talking out of turn. Maybe it is a drop in the bucket for some Texas A&M fans out there. So, you know, it's like giving away five bucks for me. So they're like, hey, you know what? Get rid of them. Let's get someone new. I don't know. Who knows? But what I do know for a fact is I love UCLA to bounce back at a 10 o'clock slate. Minus 16 and a half, I believe at home. Right now, the money is split 50-50. Playing Stanford at home after a tough loss. I think they were competitive, but they were never really in the game for a chance to win it. Um, last week against Baylor, Stanford off a great win against Notre Dame, kept it going and won against Arizona State. I get that it's Arizona State, but still a two game win streak for a team that had one game, one win, uh, on the whole entire season so far, riding up to 12, 12 ranked UCLA. I think UCLA absolutely stomps them out. Minus 16 and a half is the number right now. The money split 50-50. 75% of the bets, though, are coming in on UCLA. So maybe a big-time better out there that put a lot of money on Stanford. I love UCLA at home minus 16.5, over under 66.5, with 72% of the money towards the over. Don't really have a good feel on that, but if I'm having a good Saturday, I'll definitely be tweeting out this pick at 10 o'clock because I like a little action to end the evening. There is a Hawaii game, so there's that's still out there, too, but... <laughs> Chip, what do you got for this 10 o'clock sleep? You got anything in this late window? I don't think so. I don't. You got anything on the UCLA game? You got any thoughts on that? No, didn't mean to cut you off there. Mm. I mean, maybe, maybe UCLA. I, I just want someone to put David Shaw out of his misery. <laughs> that poor guy's been getting fired for like the last three years. I feel bad, but uh, they have won the last two. If this was at home, I, I'd be looking at Stanford. I haven't bet sure. Stanford all year. I took UCLA last week and they burned me. So I don't know if I, or I can't bet a team two weeks in a row that I lost on last week. I can't yeah. do that. I don't so I don't think I'm going to be taking UCLA, but Stanford on the road after, you know, they beat, you said they beat Arizona State last week and yeah. they beat Notre Dame the week before, but. I mean, Notre Dame at home has been terrible, and Arizona State's, you know, their football program is in absolute shambles. They're a disaster, and they beat them by one. So, yep. I don't know how impressive those two wins are, but they were wins. Yeah, they were both by one point. I mean, they were as close as they could possibly be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I may look more towards the total and even, like, UCLA's team total. Yeah. Take the over on something like that. Just to be like, oh, UCLA could just blow the doors off from there. But I'm not sure Stanford would score enough points to hit the total. Because UCLA's defense has improved, I think. Yeah, I think they've been pretty good. I think they they had a tough time with Oregon last week. But I think most teams in the country at this point will have a tough time with Oregon. Yeah. It took them a little while to get it going, man. Stanford is in Oregon, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. You know, they brought the guy over from Georgia. They got Bo Nixon, their quarterback. Um, they had a lot of stuff going on, but let's, before we get out of here, unless you have anything else, I want to go over John's picks. He tweeted them in or he texted them in. So again, you can follow all our picks on winning P weekly. We tweet them out. We retweet each other, or you can follow Chip Murphy on seven. He's talking basketball. He's talking football. I don't know. We'll talk a little bit of everything on there. So go check them out. 
John's picks for the weekend. We're just talking about Stanford. He's got him in a parlay. He was great last week, John. So again, follow us on Twitter. Stanford plus 16 and a half. South Dakota State plus eight and a half. He's got a little late night window underdog parlay, which I like. But then just regular games, he has UNC minus three and a half. UNC first half minus one and a half. Did not bet that game at all. I'm surprised he's on it. He said they're 0-6 after the bye, so they're due. Maybe they are. That's tough. That's a tough one for me. I saw the stat. And Who's 0-6 after the bye? UNC. Carolina? Yeah. Mac Brown after a bye is bad. Is that... Yeah, maybe maybe think about just automatically betting the other team, but I didn't even, I didn't even look up who they were playing, so I was like, I'm just going to stay away from that. They're playing Pitt. Is Pitt coming off a of bye, do we know? They probably are. It seems like they're, they've been trying to do that this year. Seems like they're, they've been trying to line these things no, up. No, they played last week. They okay. lost to Louisville last week. Oh. Top to lose to Louisville. Pitt's overrated. Um, he's got the under in Michigan, 54 and a half. He's with you in Penn State at plus 15 and a half. He likes Florida State first half, minus 13 and a half. Didn't talk about that game, but those are some big games. West Virginia plus seven and a half. All right, that's good. He's on that. That might start the train, get the West Virginia music going. Oklahoma State plus one and a half. He agrees with that. Opposite on UCF minus one and a half, Chip. I don't like to hear that. Wake first half minus two. Wake full minus three and a half. Minnesota minus 13 and a half. Minnesota under 40 and a half. He doesn't have any best bets. He has Washington State plus seven and a half, but he does have a what am I missing pick? That what am I missing pick? Syracuse. First half and full. He's taken both those. We agreed with them. We talked about it earlier in the episode. And that's it this week, Chip. Week nine in the books. I still can't believe we're getting to double digit weeks next week. I know. It's crazy. But again, you can follow us, Winning Picks Weekly, wherever podcasts are available. You can follow us on YouTube, on the Knicks, Jets, etc. YouTube channel. We have our own playlist there. And of course, on Twitter, we're Winning P Weekly. He's Chip Murphy 7. Chip, thanks again for another fun week. Absolutely, man. Always fun. I'll right, see you guys next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.